Today on the newscast, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West is here to break down the China threat and what America must do to withstand the gathering storm. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We want to get right into it today with our good friend, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. Now, I can't think of a better voice to speak on the gathering storm against America that we've been covering extensively here on the newscast in recent weeks. As a matter of fact, in case you missed it, I hosted a special one-hour program by that name, The Gathering Storm Against America, that aired on TBN last week. You can check it out here on our YouTube channel. Just go to U.S. News and you will scroll over and find The Gathering Storm Against America. Folks, I strongly encourage you to check it out. Not only is Lieutenant Colonel Alan West a guest on this program, we've also got Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North, Pastor Jack Hibbs, Colonel Richard Kemp from the UK, and also Senator Joni Ernst all joining us for this one-hour special focusing on the threats in particular posed by China, Russia, Iran, and North Korea. Now, in my interview with Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, he focused heavily on the China threat, and he shared some great facts, folks, that you may not even know about, about the rising red dragon, the communist regime in Beijing, and the threat it poses not only to the U.S., but to the world. Now, Alan West was a member of Congress, served in the U.S. House for the state of Florida. He's now based in Texas, where he heads up uh, the American Constitutional Rights Union. He's also a decorated military veteran, and again, a leading voice on not only the threats facing America, but perhaps even more importantly, the solutions. And he comes at it from a Christian perspective as well, as you'll see, which is always nice. Check it out, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West. Well, from the battlefields of the Middle East to the halls of Congress, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West has been a leading voice for years about this gathering storm against America. He joins us now from Dallas. Alan, it is always great to see you. It is great to be back with you, Eric. It's been too long. Thanks for having me, my friend. Yes, we've got a lot to catch up on for such a time as this. One of the things I love about Absolutely. you, Alan, is you are a student of history. When you observe the situation we are in right now with these gathering threats on all sides, seemingly, do you see echoes of World War II or other perilous times in American history, or are we at a new level now in 2022? No, absolutely right. I, mean, I think it was George Santayana, the Spanish political philosopher, who once said, those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. So if you look back at the mid-1930s and the rise of Adolf Hitler as the chancellor of Germany and the things that were happening there, you also look at the rise of imperial Japan and the things that were happening there, all you got to do is just change it. And today you have uh, Russia and you have China. Uh, the difference is that China is the leading geopolitical foe instead of it being uh, Germany at the time. And you see this new axis that is coming uh, together. And so back then, uh, through the 1930s and into uh, 1941 and World War II, what we saw was Germany, we saw Italy, we saw uh, Japan coming together. And today, what we see happening is China, Russia, Iran, North Korea. But let us not forget uh, Islamic uh, jihadism that is still out there. We see a resurgence of the Taliban 
Iran. We also see a resurgence of al-Qaeda and some remnants of ISIS, you know, coming back together because we forgot that our national security is so important, our foreign policy is so important. And I think the last thing that is a parallel, if you recall back the uh, schism uh, between us and Japan, was that we were going to cut off energy resources to Japan. They were very dependent upon that. And now look at how energy is playing such an important geopolitical role today. Yeah, it's amazing to see the echoes of the past coming alive once again today, Colonel West. And hey, Russia, China, North Korea, Iran, you, you lay them out. They all have, in a sense, differing ideologies, at least in some mm -hmm. case. Iran, obviously, uh, Shia, jihadis, North Korea, Russia, China. But can you talk about how they put those ideological differences aside when it comes to this opposition block, this adversarial block against the United States? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, and that's the interesting thing about when that axis forms, that they're not so much concerned about their internal uh, ideologies and their differences. What they're looking at is how they can become a new superpower, a new superpower block. And without a doubt, China is uh, at the precipice there. And you see that uh, that relationship of necessity between China and Russia, and then also how China supports North Korea and how China is involved. All you have to do is read their uh, strategic plan that they want to have, the One Belt, One Road strategy. And it talks about this geopolitical dominance. This is not just about a hegemonic dominance there in the Pacific Rim. And China is extending itself all across the globe. You know, China, you know, when I was down there as a member in Congress, uh, they're building port facilities down in Jamaica, over in the Bahamas. Their Chinese contractors are in control of the Panama Canal, which was a great engineering feat of the United States of America. And so they're looking for anyone that will aid and abet their desires of conquest globally and that will help them to stand up against the United States of America. And sadly, uh, we have kind of had our head in the sand and not realizing that what enabled us really to defeat the Soviet Union was not a military uh, success. It was an economic success because the societal and the uh, economic models of socialism and communism can't stand up to free market capitalism. But yet when we allowed China to come into the world economic community, uh, believing that that would you know, pull them away from communism. They just saw it as an opportunity. And now they have become the tick that has implanted itself into the global economy. And we have got to start getting a lot more of our manufacturing, a lot more of our supply lines back here, instead of being dependent upon a country that has a geopolitical uh, desire that is the antithesis to our nation. I want to ask you more about solutions real quick before I do. You mentioned in our backyard with China is doing here. I think of adversaries here in the Western Hemisphere, Venezuela, Cuba, chief among them. Mm -hmm. uh, closer to the Middle East, you have Turkey. So there are other players as well, all angling to take advantage, it seems, of a weakened America. Could you talk about the vacuum that leaves when the U.S. does not act as the leader of the free world? Well, it's a basic law of physics. When you create a void, something's going to fill that void. And what we see is, you know, truly our retraction from being that global leader. And especially when you think about just 18 months ago, America was energy independent, a net exporter of its energy resources. And now what do we see happening? We see our own president that is going to go over to Saudi Arabia to beg them. We know that he is uh, looking at Venezuela, who is without 
without a doubt tied to China and tied, you know, with Cuba and even tied somewhat to, to Russia. This is another socialist nation. So instead of us pu pushing our own energy independence, which energy security is a very important part of your national security and also your economic security, we're undermining ourselves. And so therefore, these other nations see this as a gap by which they can exploit us. And uh, they're doing it to our detriment. And so we have got to strengthen our energy security, our economic security, our national security, foreign policy stance once again. But I don't see it happening with this current administration. And that's why those foes that we just talked about name, they see that they have that window of opportunity right now, Eric, to be able to put the United States of America in an untenable, weak position. Colonel West, you've been a leader of men. You're also a man of faith. As we close here, could you share your insights and your heart on the importance for America, for the United States, to get back to the Judeo-Christian values that help make this country great? There is no other nation like the United States of America, Eric, that was founded on the premise that the individual is sovereign. Our inalienable rights come from our Judeo-Christian creator God, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, or as John Locke said, uh, property. And Thomas Jefferson quoted John Locke in the Declaration of Independence when he talked about the laws of nature and nature's God, natural rights theory. But I think right now we need to look at this, the body of Christ, and understand this is a Romans chapter 5, 3 through 5 verses moment where these trials and tribulations, they are coming to us because this is an opportunity to build our perseverance and to build our character and build our hope, but not a hope in man, but hope in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So I would hope that the, the body of Christ understands that God wants us to be strong. Like it says in uh, Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. And that's the power that we have as those who are called by his name uh, to stand up and we are that beacon, we're that light, we're that salt for the United States of America. Amen. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West, well said, my friend. Always great seeing you. Thanks so much for joining us. God bless you. Thank you. Thanks again to our good friend, Lieutenant Colonel Allen West. Folks, if you missed that special, The Gathering Storm Against America, again, you can check it out here on our YouTube channel under U.S. News. While you are there, be sure to subscribe and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new update is posted. Hey, we will be back with you tomorrow here on the newscast, perhaps over the weekend. It is a very busy time in the world's most volatile and chaotic region, the Middle East. We are keeping a very close eye on all of it, and we are keeping it in prayer, and we encourage you to do the same. Thanks for joining us today. Until tomorrow, God bless you, and remember, never hold your peace.